0: Kingdom Exhortations April, 2022 Read by John Morton Good morning. In the Gospel of John, chapter 11, we find the remarkable account of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. As with all the Bible, we would do well to earnestly study this chapter and glean the many insights it provides. Quote, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16-17 through Of all the miracles Jesus performed, this one is the most noteworthy, as it goes beyond previous displays of making water into wine, calming the storm, and healing the sick. This miracle reveals his power over death itself. Jesus reveals himself to be nothing less than God Almighty when he declares that he is not only the one that will grant us and bring us to resurrection life, but is in himself resurrection life. Quote, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? John 11, verses 25 and 26. The account begins with Jesus being informed by Martha and Mary that Lazarus is sick. In a seemingly odd twist, Jesus does not go and heal Lazarus, although we are told of his love for him. Instead, he stays where he is for two days and declares that his sickness will not, quote, end in death, and that its purpose is for his own glory and that of God the Father. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. The sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. John 11 verses 1 through 7. How often have we been discouraged and hurt when Jesus does not come and help us at the time we desire not realizing that he has something greater planned for us. After intentionally waiting for Lazarus to die so that the people might believe and receive him as Savior and grow in their faith, Jesus proceeds to go with his disciples to the place where Lazarus is buried. Quote, So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. John 11, verses 14 and 15. Oftentimes, Jesus allows trials and difficulties into our lives that we might have opportunity to grow in our belief and faith in him. Quote, On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him but Mary stayed at home. John 11, verses 17 through 20. With a genuine and humble heart that's an example to us all, Martha goes to Jesus and shares her sadness and disappointment that he didn't come earlier and heal Lazarus. And although she has no belief that Jesus will raise Lazarus from the dead, she proclaims her trust that Jesus, quote, even now will bring good out of the situation. Quote, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. John 11, verses 21 and 22. Jesus goes on to explain to Martha that he is now going to raise Lazarus from the dead, but Martha believes he is speaking about her brother's resurrection in heaven. Jesus responds to her with one of the most profound and powerful statements ever uttered and then challenges her faith and belief in him. Quote, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? John 11 verses 23 through 26. To the undoubted astonishment of his hearers, Jesus declared that he is not only the vehicle to resurrection, but, quote, is himself, quote, the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Are you trusting and relying on him alone for the forgiveness of your sins, the salvation of your soul, and to rescue you from eternal hell? Can you declare today, like Martha, quote, Yes, Lord, she told him, I believe that you are the Christ the Son of God, who was to come into the world. John 11, verse 27. Jesus summons Mary to come to him, and when she arrives, she, like Martha, tells him of her disappointment in his coming too late to help her brother Lazarus. Jesus sees the desperate sadness and hurt of Mary and those that came with her, brought on by the death of Lazarus, and quietly weeps as he becomes angry and indignant with death and all the pain it brings. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. John 11, verses 32 through 35. We can take comfort in knowing that Jesus understands when we are struggling and sad and always desires to bring resurrection life out of every trial and difficulty we go through. Quote, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, verse 28. Jesus proceeds to go to the tomb and orders the stone removed. Martha complains that there will be a bad smell from the decaying body, but submits to Jesus and has the stone taken away. Sometimes we have to tolerate a, quote, bad smell or unpleasant circumstances to receive certain blessings from Jesus. Finally, Jesus thanks the Father, commands Lazarus by name to rise from the dead, come out of the tomb, and orders his grave clothes removed. Quote, Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. John 11 verses 38 through 44. It's interesting that Jesus does not remove the stone or the grave clothes from Lazarus himself. He expects us to do for ourselves and others what we can do and rely on him for what we cannot do. Let us go now and determine to love, worship, and obey Jesus Christ our Lord as we celebrate his resurrection this Easter season. When difficult times come, continue to pray and seek Jesus for his deliverance and blessing in the situation. If he tarries and allows the trial to persist, do not give up but continue to diligently press into him and ultimately you will see his purpose and blessing. Do not be afraid to pour out your heart to Jesus, but, like Martha, share your deepest hurts and pains and disappointments with him, knowing that, quote, even now he will bring good out of every circumstance. Remember, our Heavenly Father always uses our trials and difficulties for our growth in Christ and the refining of our faith. Quote, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. Romans 8, verse 28. Finally, as Easter approaches, consistently remind yourself of the words of the Apostle Paul. Quote, Now brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 6. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of your sins and the salvation of your soul, then do so now. Simply and sincerely pray to Jesus, acknowledging your sinfulness and hopelessness and desperate need of him. Humbly ask Him to be the Lord of your life, to save you from your sin and to bring you to heaven when you die, placing your full trust and confidence in Him alone to be your only Lord and Savior. Quote, Yet to all who received Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Quote, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? John 11, verses 25 and 26. May God bless you all. Have a blessed and Christ-filled Easter. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9 through